So these are my tips that I've learned from creating really great relationships with people that are worth an extreme amount of money or professional athletes and people that are doing stuff at a very high level. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I share mindset, lifestyle, and business hacking tips, tools, and some painful lessons along my journey from growing my businesses and also working with some of the top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and professional athletes. Driven Mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Today, I'm gonna be talking about how I've created billions of dollars worth of great contacts in my phone, also how I've been able to network and work with uh, professional athletes, world champions, and so on. And I don't find it that hard. And it wasn't until a couple of years ago that someone came up to me and they said, how do you have all the contacts that you have? And I went, shit, I don't really know. You know, at my wedding, we had probably well over a billion dollars of net worth between 70 people. And some of them had run major, major organizations from the ex-head of Air Asia to one of the world's best business strategists and a whole heap of people in between. And I never really thought about how I make these connections and how I keep these connections and how I have access to them. But I really had to think about it because it sort of came naturally to me from a fairly young age, from probably my 20s. And first of all, when I was younger, I, I wasn't the cool kid at school. So I used to watch how other kids used to behave. And I guess that was part of my interest of human behavior. I used to watch how the other kids would connect with each other, how they would behave, how they would fit in, how they'd get along, what would cause other kids to get rejected from the groups and so on. And so I just sat back and studied these groups of people. Now, as I got a little bit older, I was still fairly shy and I lacked a lot of confidence. So when I used to go out to pubs and clubs, I would never walk up to a girl and just start talking to them. I would never really start talking to anyone else at the bar unless that I knew them or a friend had introduced me to them. And even up to the point when we started our business, I still couldn't just go to networking events and talk to people. I found it really, really difficult and I lacked a lot of confidence in that area. But over time, these are some of the key things that I found to be able to just go up, talk to anybody, to be able to network with anyone, and then how to start to get people's contact details so that you can connect with them and build great lasting friendships. So the first thing that I realized was that most people, when you meet them for the first time, normally feel a little bit afraid of what you think about them. So even though most people, when they go up and talk to somebody else, they're worried about what the other person's thinking of them, but the other person is also thinking about what you think of them too. So most people, when they meet someone new, both feel a little bit afraid and both feel a little bit of lack of confidence, I guess you could say, and they worry about what the other person thinks of them. In most cases, not everybody's like that, but the majority of people are. So then what I, I thought, well, if I worry about what they're thinking, they're worried about what I'm thinking, then we're both not present. So why don't I just not worry about it and just go up and talk to people? And so that helped me quite a lot. The second thing that I noticed was that you've got to notice something with the person straight away. So if it's that they've got a nice haircut or a nice fresh haircut, or they're wearing nice shoes, or they might be dressed in a cool top, or they might be dressed in exercise gear, you wanna notice something straight away with that person and point it out. Like you might go, hey, nice shoes. Now this happened when I was over in the US. I was in a, uh, I guess you could say a fashion design house because one of my friends over there is a fashion designer. Uh, I was in Houston and she said, I'll take you to go shopping. So we're in this luxury design house and this guy walks in and this big tall guy built like a brick shit house, like he big wide shoulders. Yeah, he looked like a professional athlete. I ended up finding out he was an ex-American football player. He also, I ended up finding out had a lot to do with owning medical companies in the US as well, had a lot of money. And we've become friends over the last couple of years. But when he walked in, I noticed that he was wearing a pair of Jordan shoes and also he had a really nice Rolex watch on. Now, because I noticed him straight away, he walked in, he was talking to the owner of the business and I just said to him straight away, I was like, hey, cool shoes. And he goes, oh yeah, cheers. 
And we just started talking. And then I said, oh, I've noticed your Rolex as well. It's really nice. And so he starts talking. I said, you know, do you like watches? And then he started talking about watches. And then we started talking about cars. And then we're exchanging numbers and we've kept in contact ever since. Now, that was just, first of all, not being afraid to talk to people straight away. But the second thing was noticing something about that person. So that was number two. Number three is that you really need to notice people's values. Now, people's values are normally on display most of the time. So like this guy, he was wearing Jordan shoes. So I assume that shoes are important to him. I assume that maybe he likes basketball as well. Also, he was wearing a Rolex. So I assume money or wealth creation is important to him in some way, shape or form, or maybe business. So I made those assumptions about his values. So we just started talking on those topics, then it got into cars and then, you know, and, and so on. And, and then we exchanged numbers. So that's a really easy way of creating great friendships. Now, if there is a person who is out and they rock up and they've got two kids hanging off of a pram, straight away, I know that family is probably important to them. Now, if they're wearing exercise gear, I know that probably family and exercising is important to them. So I can start conversations in that area. It's just a really quick and simple way of starting a conversation and then figuring out whether there is a values match there, whether there's a beliefs match there, whether you're interested in communicating further. And so slowly you just start to build the relationship by talking, asking a lot of questions, finding out about them and creating some form of re relatability. You, other people have to be able to relate to you in order to know, like, and trust you. And this is also how I built a friendship with a mining magnate. Same thing happened. I was getting my car washed and he came up and he just said, nice car. And then we started talking and I was able to ask him effective questions where by the end of it, we were exchanging numbers and we've kept in touch ever since. And he's a good friend of mine. When he's in Adelaide, we normally go out and catch up for lunch or something like that. But it was just starting the conversation first off. So first things first, you just need to start the conversation and realize that they're just as scared of you talking to them as you are of them talking to you. So just start the conversation in the first place. Second thing is notice something about them and then move the conversation to those things, whether it be shoes, whether it be clothes, whether it be kids, whether it be their car, and then ask a lot of effective questions to get them talking. Because the more that they talk about things that are important to them, the more you're building trust with them because they feel like you care about them. When you go up to somebody and you just start talking about yourself the whole time, that other person then will normally be frustrated and feel disconnected. So it's gonna be hard to get their number or their details afterwards. And really you do wanna build good quality relationships and good quality connections with people. I don't recommend building business relationships with people that you don't know, like, and trust. You know, I have a rule in business, and that is that if I don't know, like, and trust you, I won't work with you. And there are plenty of people out there that I just choose not to work with. There are plenty of people that I've worked with before, and I've just severed the relationship and just gone, you know what, you fuck off and go do your own thing, because I just don't like the way that they operate. I can't trust them, and so that just means that I don't like them, so I just draw a line in the sand, and they can go on their own way. It is what it is. And that happens quite a lot in business. You just need to sever those relationships, just let them go on their own way. You know, I don't judge them and criticize them because they're wanting to do their own thing in life and they have their own intentions and their own needs. It's just that there's no alignment there. So there's no point carrying on that relationship anymore. What I find though is that most people, the more that they achieve, the more they feel isolated also. So it's actually really easy building relationships with high net worth individuals because most of them feel lonely. Most of them feel like somebody wants something for them. So when you go up to them and you start a conversation, they're gonna probably have their guard up straight away. But over time, if you just keep communicating with them and you show them that you're not someone who's just there to take from them, that you're there to build a good quality relationship based on value exchange, based on understanding each other and also helping each other out. Normally you create great relationships, you really do. But it's having the intention in the first place to build a good relationship, not to just get something from somebody. And I see this happening all the time on LinkedIn. There are all these people out there who have no idea about how to build good quality relationships. I see it at networking and business events all the time. And I can't believe how many business events that I've been to and walked out of the event with probably the most successful person's business card 
contact details and then we catch up in a couple of weeks for lunch and then we end up becoming really close friends when there are hundreds of other people there that don't get that same privilege. And they don't get the same privilege because when they go to a networking event, their goal is to make sure that everyone knows about them. They go there and they give out as many business cards as they can. I call them card fuckers, okay? Now it's probably a little bit brutal. They just walk around like a big gyrating dildo that goes around and just pokes business cards in front of people and tries to screw them with their card. I don't like those types of people because they're more worried about themselves getting out and themselves winning uh, them winning business and them being known than they are building good quality relationships. Even only recently, I've been employed by a business group to go and deliver a talk uh, about mindset and about peak performance and about value systems. Anyway, I, I said to them, look, I will do it for free, but... I will come and do it because it'll build good quality relationships and it will also help me to network with really great people in business. And they said, oh, this is a networking event. And I said, I, I, I get it. And they're like, well, the goal isn't to, you know, just walk around and give out business cards and things like that. And I said, that's not what I'm talking about. But they almost became super reactive because the majority of the business space is just full of these card fuckers that only build relationships in order to get something straight away. I don't think that that's networking. To build a good network, you need to build good quality relationships. Like I can call up a lot of great people in business and I could sit with them tomorrow and have lunch with them and talk about ideas and bounce ideas off of them because I've already put enough in the bank that I can call on what I can call on that person and know that I can rely upon them for good quality information because I've built that relationship. You know, like I go out with my accountant all the time who is a head of a major firm here in Adelaide. He is probably one of the top accountants here. He has a lot to do with uh, with the business space as well in the business world. Um, he's, he's an absolute genius when it comes to organizational structures and all this sort of stuff. But I catch up with him probably once a quarter for dinner. It's off the books. We just catch up. We talk about family and all that. We're not, we don't just talk about business all the time. But he'll come over my house and have dinner. You know, sometimes when I start new business ventures or new ideas, he'll rock up with a bottle of champagne for, for myself and Jess as well. And we built these good quality relationships. I refer a lot to him. He refers people to me as well because of that relationship. And I just feel like way too many people out there go into any sort of relationship where they're trying to get something, whether it be whether they meet a woman for the first time at a nightclub and all they're worried about is you know, getting something from them, whether they're at a business networking event and they're working around, walking around giving out their business cards or giving out their flyers, or their goal is to tell as many people as they can around what they do or their elevator pitch or to try and get money out of someone. Really bad idea. That is not how you build good quality lasting relationships and it's not how you build good quality networks. So I always go into those networking type events to just see who I can build a good quality relationship with. I don't even care about getting phone numbers. I don't care. I just literally go in there to find who are the good people in this community. I wanna build a relationship with them and just see what they do and see if I can help them in some way, shape or form. Or if not, just build a good quality relationship. And in doing so, I have made hundreds, if not billions of dollars worth of contacts from those types of events. When the majority of other people in there have very rarely even got business apart from business with other shitty business owners who don't know what they're doing because like-minded people attract each other. And so if you're going in there to get something, they're probably in there to get something as well. And it's not gonna be a good quality relationship. So first of all, you wanna just go and start that conversation. Second of all, you wanna build a good quality relationship based on fair value exchange where you're talking about values and belief systems and it's not just around business, it's not just around life. It's a bit of a mixture of everything around who you are. It's also letting them talk so that you can learn a lot about them and then figuring out if you can help them in some way, shape or form. When you start doing that, you actually put chips in the bank that you can use at a later date. So some of my friendships, I've spoken to people and they go, look, I need this type of person. You know, I'm really stressed out. I'm really frustrated. I go, look, I've got a person. 
how about I hook us up for lunch sometime? And they go, that'd be great. So I grab their details, then I organize a lunch. I'll go along as well. We'll have a great lunch together. And then now I've just created a great group of uh, connections for the, or, or uh, I've created a good connection for this person who can help them solve the problem that they have by putting them in contact with someone who I know can who can help them. That there is putting chips in the bank that if I need that friendship or that relationship for something that I need in the future, I can call upon that, that friendship or that network and normally they'll look after me. Why? Because I look after them. So make sure that anytime you're building and wanting to build good relationships, you're always going in there with the intention to give first, not to get, and make sure that it's based on fair value exchange. Make sure you also set boundaries as well. You know, sometimes I go to those events and someone wants something from me and I just put in boundaries straight away. You know, I might say things like, look, shoot an email to my to my general manager, she'll look over it and I just create distance between me and them. So I had this recently where some dude hit me up on social media, kept hounding me about wanting to do all of our social media and I said, look, send a proposal through to my general manager and she'll make a decision. That was because I was essentially saying, you haven't really given me anything of value, I'm fucking sick of talking to you, but I don't wanna be the dickhead that tells you to fuck off, whereas my GM will. Um, so it just creates a bit of a distance between me and them because I'm the, the face and the brand. Um, so I don't want to try to ruin too many relationships. But at the same time as well, I'm establishing boundaries that there are other people that things have to go through. And also as well, like, you know, unless you're giving me a good proposal or something like that, it's going to be hard to make a good decision. Just because you think I need something doesn't mean that I need something because you never ask me the question. And this is normally what happens on LinkedIn. Every day when I open up my LinkedIn, there's a whole bunch of people going, uh, hi, great to connect, Michael. Uh, we are the number one supplier of X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, blah. And they go into a huge pitch around who they are. And I, my first reaction is, I don't give a fuck who you are. I don't even care. Like you essentially sent me a friend request and now you're pitching me around who you are and what business you're in. That is just such a shit way of doing business. It's such a shit way of doing marketing as well. And I have fired marketers before because they have done things like used our LinkedIn account or used our social media accounts and just sprayed everybody with just absolute nonsense that doesn't help anybody. You know, if you wanna build great relationships, you've gotta add value first. So I don't mind if they go and send out free shit to everybody, but don't go to everybody and tell them who we are and what we do and why we're the best and how we can help them when you haven't even asked them if we can help them or what problems that they've got. So these are some of the things to think about. Now, eventually, if you do a good job, you will end up getting the phone number of the people that you wanna get in contact with or, or the relationships you build, and then you'll have them where you can contact them. Normally, I don't take business cards. Every now and again, I'll have business cards, but I only actually got business cards made probably about six months ago for a, an event that I, that I knew a lot of people would ask me for my contact details. Um, so I got them made. Um, whereas normally I don't take business cards anywhere because if I know someone, I like someone and I trust someone, I will ask them for their phone number and I'll say, hey, look, we should catch up sometime. Do you mind putting your number in my phone and we'll catch up? And then we can exchange numbers that way. Whereas a business card, normally you'll get them, I just throw them in the top drawer, I throw them in the bin and I never, never even worry about them again because the person just hasn't added any value to my life. Anyway, these are something to think about, driven mofos. If you wanna get out there and create better relationships and better friendships, always go into them with the intention of giving, not getting, and also make sure that you base the conversation around them and let them talk and find out as much as you can about them instead of just talking about yourself and trying to sell your product or who you are or why you're the best at whatever you do because no one really cares, not until you've built that good quality relationship anyway. Driven mofos, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have, please remember to rate and review this podcast. All you need to do is just click on the little star rating on whatever podcast app you're listening to it on. Hopefully, give 
give it a five-star rating. I would like it if you did. Um, but if you are loving this podcast, please do give a rating to this podcast. I know that there are a shitload of people who haven't rated and reviewed this podcast because I watch the numbers every day and I see how many ratings we've got. So there are a lot of listeners out there who haven't done it. Look, I don't run ads or any paid advertising on here. I've had people who've come to me and asked me to promote their products. I've said no to that because I wanna make this as much about giving to our audience and making sure that we build a good quality community on all of our social platforms and that, that can really help both business owners and people who wanna perform at their best in life. So the reason why I haven't done that is because I just don't think it's gonna help our community. But the only thing that I do ask is that you just rate and review this podcast so we can get it out to more people and also to let more people know. Just tell one person this week about this podcast. If you can share it with a friend, a family member, a work colleague, all it does, it helps us to get out to more people. And that's all I want. I don't want any more money from advertisers and all that stuff, um, you know, using this podcast for advertising. All I ask is that we just get out to more people so that we can help more people and help more people thrive. So that's all I ask. Driven Mofos, if you haven't already done so, please make sure you rate and review the podcast. Have a great day. Keep kicking massive goals. And thanks for being part of this absolute kick-ass Driven Mofo community. Take care, everybody. I look forward to you joining me back here once again for another episode of the Underestimated Entrepreneur.